You are listening to Podcasting for Entrepreneurs with me, Anna Parker Naples. We're going to be sharing what it takes to build a powerful podcast that explodes your personal brand and brings in profit. We are audiopreneurs, changing lives one listener at a time. Today, I want to talk through the hidden return on investment in podcasting, the thing that people aren't openly talking about with podcasting that can make a massive difference to your bottom line, to your business, and actually to your life as well. And what I'm talking about here is initiating and then developing the relationship between a guest and a host. There is so much potential to do business when this relationship is right. And what I want to encourage you to do today is to be much more strategic and intentional in who you invite on your show if you are a podcast host and why you have them on your show. And if you are a podcast guest, if you're using that as part of your strategy, to start to really think much more closely about the shows that you pitch to appear on. Now, these relationships, this doesn't mean that every single time you are a guest or every single time you have someone on your own show, that a beautiful blossoming relationship is going to pan out. That isn't the reality of what I'm talking about today. Sometimes it's a bit hit and miss, as it is with any person that we meet at a networking event or even through friends. Some people feel as though they're on the same wavelength as as us. And sometimes for whatever reason, maybe it's a good fit on paper, but it doesn't quite work. Maybe the, the conversation doesn't flow quite as well. Maybe you just don't develop the level of rapport in the interview situation that allows you to develop the relationship afterwards. But when this is right, when you get this right, when this becomes the foundation of something really quite beautiful for your business and for your future connections and collaborations. There are various things that can happen. And I see this again and again, not only for myself on my own podcasts, but also for our clients. They're often very surprised that this becomes some the knock-on effect of this and what it means for them financially. So things that can transpire as a result of getting this relationship right, getting the right people on your show, being a guest on the right show, friendships happen. Now, I'm celebrating as I'm recording this, just yesterday was two years to the date of when I launched Entrepreneurs Get Visible. And that podcast has gone on to become very successful. It's in the top 1% globally. We have a really loyal fan base, thousands of people listening every single time we drop an episode. And we've in total, I think we've done 225 episodes over there. Some of them are solo, but so some of them are with guests as well. Those ones that we've had guests on, I've always been really deliberate and intentional about who we have on. First of all, because I want to bring great value to my audience. But second of all, I am always thinking, well, do I want to bring someone on because there's a relationship I want to develop? Because there's maybe an association there that I want to have them in my network. Is it because we share a similar audience and I have a hope that by them coming on my show, they will promote me and my work to some of their audience, which can happen. But also, do we share a similar sense of value and mission behind our work? And I think that's really important. But for me, since I launched Entrepreneurs Get Visible and I've been intentional about who we've had on as guests, each of these things have happened. I have developed friendships that literally started by me having somebody on the show. 
those friendships have gone on to lead to collaborations, to us doing joint ventures together, to us becoming affiliates for each other and recommending each other over and over and over again. Whether that is on an informal basis or then later rolls on to paid referrals as well. What's also happened is that I have, through those relationships, then been able to kind of get myself in in someone else's networks in front of their audience as a guest expert or, you know, as a speaker at their events. And those things happen when you get this magic right, when the alchemy is right between the host and the guest. And it doesn't happen in every scenario, but it is gold dust when it does. And that's one of the greatest things that's happened for me as a result of Entrepreneurs Get Visible. And I know that as I step more and more into the podcasting space and we begin to have guests on podcasting for entrepreneurs, that the same will happen again. And what I want you to think about is who is it that I want to bring into my world and why? For what purpose do I want them? I think it's very easy for early stage entrepreneurs and early stage stage podcasters to get really excited that anyone would want to be on my show and I'm booked up. I can remember a a client of mine saying, actually, I've got bookings for the whole of the year. And I remember thinking, well, that's fine. But how much have you vetted those people? How much do you know about them? Do you share the same mission, the same value? And you've got to make sure that you thought these things through. So I think that you you have to be aware of who has an offer that would complement mine and who has an offer that I think my audience would actually genuinely want to hear about because I'm still a firm believer that the best podcasts are actually always, yes, you might have some secondary gain you want as the host, but always the show needs to be with the listener in mind. So can the guest I'm bringing in provide value, provide those nuggets, those value bombs where your own listeners are going to walk away with that knowledge? And what I found is that when you have someone on as a guest or you are a guest yourself, it isn't always the case that it's an ideal hour-long booking. You have a bit of a chance for a chat first, then you have the interview, and then people want to stay around afterwards to talk. Very often with busy entrepreneurs, they're quite keen to get on their way and go about their business because their diaries are busy. I know certainly mine is. So how then in a scenario like that, do you ensure that you have time for the chat to develop the relationship before and after and to leave that door open for further connection and collaboration rather than feeling a little bit used and abused that you've shown up, you've done an interview and then that's it and we've parted ways. I think it's about setting the intention for what that interview is like. So now I'm always really clear as to why I would invite someone to be on my show in the first place. Yes, I want them to deliver something to my audience, but is there actually a conversation I want to have with that person before we do the recording? So just yesterday, in fact, I invited someone on my show, but I'd actually reached out to them first and I said, look, you have a product that on a service that I would like to discuss. There's potentially a partnership somewhere down the line. I would love to have a conversation with you. And because I think it might be value to my audience, why don't we book in a call, have a chat about what you do, and also we can then we can then deliver uh, an interview. Now, nine times out of 10, people are going to be up for that. It makes it easier to jump on a call that doesn't become a sales process 
So you can get to know each other a little bit better. People are much more present and engaged. And then, of course, you're getting them in front of your audience too. I think that when, you, when you're really open about the fact, actually, we're going to have this chat. We're going to have a talk about you, what you offer, what you do. We're going to get to know each other before we go into the interview, I think is a really great way to host your shows. And I think it works on both sides of the table as well. It's a win-win scenario. But I'm increasingly aware that people who are podcast guesting strategically are wanting to get off and get on with the rest of the day. Maybe their diary is absolutely rammed. And personally, me as a host, I'm really respectful of that if someone has to go. But how do you make sure you leave that door open for further conversation? And I think that there are a few things that you can do, which are include reaching out to them afterwards to thank them making sure that you message them to to let them know actually you'd love to have a follow-up call. Maybe you, there's a bit of their business you feel that you've not heard about that would they be open to jumping on a call to chat about it. Potentially as well, when you wrap up the interview, asking things like, who can I send your way? What kind of person do you want to support? I have a big network. Who are the top five people you want to meet? What does your ideal client look like? Because there's a a real opportunity once you've had a conversation with somebody and you've had eyeball to eyeball conversation to send people their way. And that buys so much goodwill, so much goodwill, so much uh, a good feeling about you and what you do. And the more people that you refer to others, the more referrals come your way. There is that sense of gratitude that you are uh, and sense of reciprocity that people want to fulfill. So. I would say that after you've done an interview with somebody or whichever side of the table, you want to make sure you're reaching out to them afterwards so that the conversation doesn't just finish at the close of that interview. Leave the door open. Make sure you are letting them know you want to support them in some way. Now, as I said, there might be times where you interview someone and it's not it's not a fit. The rapport doesn't flow. The conversation doesn't flow. You don't feel like you're on the same page. And that's okay too. That's absolutely okay to kind of think, actually, they weren't my cup of tea. Still promote the show, still do the things to promote the episode when it goes live, but accept that that is human nature. But when you do find those gems where the conversation sparks, where you feel like you want to know more, make sure they know that you are invested in supporting them further in some way. Because the amazing things that happen as a result are just are so grand. So for me, this has meant, as I said, collaborations, this has meant referrals. This has meant actually oftentimes, because it's been a non-salesy conversation, but I've been able to talk about my work and the meaning to me, oftentimes someone who's a guest becomes a client in some capacity, or they send clients directly to me without the need for sales calls. It's really powerful because there's no need then for marketing efforts. It's all its all on that referral basis. I have also, as a result of having great conversations and good follow-up afterwards, I've actually chosen to invest with people who've been a guest on my show. Because actually that conversation, one of the secondary gains for me was to find out, are they a good fit as a mentor for me? Is their service a good fit for me? Do I like the way that they present themselves? And so rather than me jumping onto a sales call with them to go through their process, I've used the interview to make decisions about, does this feel like a good fit? And I can tell you that through Entrepreneurs Get Visible itself, just in the interviews, there has been probably a quarter of a million pounds business been passed in the last couple of years on both sides of the table. 
So think about that. And I think you've got to think, who do you want in your world? Who has an offer that complements what you do rather than being a competitor? If they are a competitor, is there some strong allegiance that you could envisage if you were all on the same page about something? Who has a similar audience to you? Who has a similar audience, even if it's a slightly different mission? And how can you bring them into your world? And then I think there's, there's two things. One, making sure that the production quality on your own show is good enough so that when you're promoting them, they feel really special. So that's about the quality of your show itself and about your promotional efforts. And then the other thing is about if you are being a guest, how intentional are you about the shows you appear on? And I would I would invite you to start being more intentional because I know that this is when my relationships that I've made through this medium have really intensified when we as a business have focused on where I go and which shows I'm on. And that could be that I want to go on the smaller shows, but with the niche audience that I want to get in front of, whether there's someone that I spot actually I would like to mentor and actually having them on my show or me going on their show again opens up that conversation. But think about this. What money are you leaving on the table by not developing the right relationships? And if you are interested in hosting your own show and you want to launch properly with full support, then contact us at thepodcastagency.com. Equally, if you know you want to get on some great podcasts, much higher level podcasts with the right audience for you, then again, this is a service we offer in our podcast booking boutique, which you can find out about at thepodcastagency.com as well. I hope that this has given you some thoughts about how you could develop those relationships because my goodness, This is really the only medium that allows you that space to have one-on-one conversations with such depth where you can really feel that you have an opportunity to develop rapport, to develop an understanding and to develop those friendships, which can be so important for your business. Let me know if this has given you food for thought and I will catch up with you very soon. Thank you for listening to Podcasting for Entrepreneurs with Anna Parker Naples. I'd love to invite you to come over and find my free and friendly community over on Facebook, where you can tell us about your plans to explode your brand and drive in profits using the power of podcasts. Because we are audiopreneurs changing lives one listener at a time.